Shut up and sit down. All right, welcome back to Once You Know Me. Uh, today, I wanted to get on here and kind of chat about something that's going on at, at home uh, that's a little bit disturbing. My uh, my daughter has been obsessed with death uh, for a while now, uh, basically since Easter this year. She, you know, was going into preschool and down here in, you know, within the Bible Belt. Uh, most preschools are going to have some sort of uh, Christian-based, like you go, you take them to a church that normally has like preschool or Sunday school offices and classrooms, and they've opened those up to be a preschool. Um, it's a good place, you know. I'm we're religious, like we're not very religious at, in our home. Uh, we do attend church uh, on occasion. Uh, we're very lackadaisical Christians, uh, but you know, f- for the most part, both my wife and myself are believers. Uh, it's just we don't believe in the way that most people believe, uh, specifically people down here. Uh, and we feel like we may have made a mistake on her being in school the week of Easter, strictly based on the events that have happened here recently. Uh, that have caused us to have uh, little bits of concern. I, I say a little bit, a lot of concern. <laughs> a couple sleepless nights of staring up at the ceiling fan while it just whizzes on around and trying to figure out whether or not our daughter's going to come in the room one night and bash our heads in with a hammer or something. Um, now, before you think I'm going to an extreme, let me tell you exactly what has happened uh, because it's some pretty crazy, uh, kind of funny. Uh, I don't know if I should feel... Uh, proud of her for being, I don't know, like kind of thinking in a way that most kids her age doesn't. Uh, but for the most part, it's just absolutely terrifying. So let's rewind uh, to a couple of the stories that have happened with her specifically since Easter, uh, evolving around death, and then we'll get down to the last two that just recently happened that scared the absolute shit out of me and my wife. Uh, so first of all, she was riding around, and most of these have happened with her and my wife alone, like they were going to and from uh, my wife's work or to and from preschool immediately following Easter. And uh, the, 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 the beginning of it was she saw a cemetery, and she started asking about like the statues and the tombstones in the cemetery. It was a gigantic cemetery. had hundreds and hundreds of tombstones. So she said, Mommy, what is that? And she's like, Well, that's that's a cemetery, honey. She's like, Well, what's a cemetery? And she's like, Well, that's where people go when they when they die. They they get buried there. Kind of a side note here, my wife and I do our best to not lie to our daughter. Um, I, I don't believe it's helpful to them to have to figure out like the truth behind things later. I and and specifically when it comes to something like this, I, I think it's good for kids to understand. Uh, the meaning of life and death, that they're asking those questions. That means that uh, they're kind of getting to that point where they could understand a little bit better. At least that's what I, I would say before. Um, but anyway, so my wife, you know, kind of goes to explain, like, well, once you get old, you know, you eventually get so old that you you pass away and, and you go to heaven, and, or your soul goes to heaven, and they have to bury your body in, in the ground, and that's where they're going to take your body so you can be buried and, and people can come visit you at the cemetery in, in kind of a spiritual way. And so my daughter's like, okay, so she, she accepted that. She didn't, uh, she didn't kind of press the issue much further. My wife couldn't explain, I think, enough to where she was satisfied. Uh, well, that specific day, 
uh, later on, they had a, I don't think it was that day, I think it was the next day, they had, um, my wife runs a maternity shop, and she's involved with the local uh, mom group, and she had a toddler takeover signed up for this frozen yogurt place that's, that's in our little town. And so she takes Jasmine over there, and um, there's, you know, other people that are there also, but, you know, a couple of the moms show up with kids. And uh, Jasmine notices this older lady and her mother at this, at this ice cream shop. So she goes over, and she's kind of just staring at them. And she's got, like, this little innocent, you know, real bubbly little personality. And the lady's like, oh, honey, you have such a cute dress, or you're just adorable. And Jasmine's like... Without even, like, saying thank you or anything, she's just like, can I tell you something? And, of course, you know, it's an older lady. She's like, of course, honey, what is it? And she uh, she tells her that my mommy had a grandma, and her grandma got old and died, and you're old, and so you're going to die. And <laughs> my wife, Jessica, I, I forgot to say, mentioned that my wife had explained that she had a grandmother that had died, and she got buried in the cemetery. Sorry, I, I know that butchered that, uh, but that's what had happened, and that's why she brought up her grandma. But Jessica's standing behind this lady, and she she couldn't stop it from happening. It had already happened before she could cut in and kind of like, don't do it! Uh, but she went to apologize to this lady, and she's, like, like I said, it was an old lady and her mother, which means that the old, old lady definitely looked like she could probably be close to the end of her life, and so it was very relevant for Jasmine to point out that she's probably a grandma and that one day she's going to die. Um, and this lady just kind of slumped down and stared at her ice cream and would not look at anyone else the entire time that she, my wife was there. And so she, when she went to try to talk to her, she just would not look up. And she was slowly eating her ice cream while contemplating that <laughs> life the short life that she has uh, because of my daughter. So that was the first moment where Jasmine like kind of reiterated and shown like she had pieced all the pieces together. And that was the beginning of her infatuation with death. Uh, so after that, there's been a couple occasions with some bugs. Uh, Jessica said she watched Jasmine kind of focus in on this little bug crawling across our, our driveway. And, and Jazzy just goes over and she steps on it, squishes the bug. And my wife Jessica, that like looks at her like, oh my gosh, Jazzy, that bug was just living his life. And Jazzy looked right up at her and said, well, I ended his life and nobody will ever find him. So that begins to step in. She's not only infatuated with death, but in the term of ending life and killing. Uh, so, it gets better. So, fast forward, uh, you know, every now and then she'll say some really weird stuff. She likes to talk about eyeballs. She's been doing the eyeball thing since Halloween. Like, she's been super into eyeball this and well, I want to eat eyeballs. If you ask her, like, what's her favorite food, she'll be funny and be like, ah, oh, eyeballs. Or she, one, one day Jessica was drawing her, like, she asked Jessica to draw her picture she's trying to draw out this little house and, and Jazzy's like, okay, put a door right here. So she puts a door right there. She said, put a bush right over here. So she puts a bush there. And then Jazzy says, draw some windows. She draw, draws windows. She's like, now draw some eyeballs in those windows. That's the progression of her mind 
uh, becoming a little bit twisted. And to a certain extent, I can I get it. Like especially for kids, they like obnoxious things. They like things that make you react a certain way. Uh, whenever she's talking about eyeballs or talking about uh, skin, she's she's infatuated, or she really really craves chicken skin, uh, which I, again I can't blame her for. Uh, but it kind of translates over into skinning people and saying like off the wall comments here and there about wanting to eat eyeballs and skin, and it just it all sounds terrible because it's coming from a four year old that should not be saying things like that. And and I promise you, we do not allow her to watch any of the crazy stuff that you see on TV. Uh, we only have Netflix. We don't have cable. So the stuff that gets put on in front of her is strictly monitored. Uh, her her tablet, we kind of keep an eye on her anytime she's trying to get on YouTube to watch any of like the kids opening presents or any of that stuff. So, I mean, there's no way that she's watching this stuff and regurgitating something that she's picking up on TV. It's just, I can't, I think it's just a slow buildup of small things that aren't related and she's kind of putting them into this thing because she gets a rise out of her mother and myself. Um, like whenever she says the eyeball thing, you know, we always say, Jazzy, don't say that, you know, or, or oh, Jasmine, that's so gross. She she finds it funny uh, to mess with us in that way, which is kind of, to me, is again, it's so weird that she's four because she thinks on a level that's so beyond what her age group normally thinks about, uh, I think. So we're going to fast forward uh, to the most recent ones that definitely uh, creep me out and it's the reason I'm, I'm even doing this this whole episode based on, on her saying this kind of stuff uh, but she she goes into the kitchen I, I'd made dinner uh, we, I grilled some chicken and I know that she loves chicken uh, she, she like I said before she enjoys chicken skin and other stuff like that but uh, we had some we had a grill out, and it was chicken, hot dogs, chips, like, you know, kind of like the basic, your every run-of-the-mill grill out kind of spread, and uh, she just wanted some, some chicken and chips, so I gave her chicken and chips, and she's, you know, like any kid, she's over there munching down on these chips, and when it gets time to eat some chicken, she's like, oh, Dad, I want some more chips. Oh, no, you're going to eat the rest of your chip. Um, and it becomes an ordeal, like, it, it literally becomes me fighting her to eat the chicken that I know that she likes to eat. Um, and so much so that like my wife even like, tells me to calm down and like, leave her alone and just let her let her get down from the table. Uh, I'm like, well, the problem is she eats like a bird, and it was dinner time, and it's always happening where she'll go to get something to eat for dinner, only a little bit, and then right at bedtime say that she's hungry. And I always feel terrible for you know sending her to bed hungry, so... I'll take her in to eat a snack or something before bed. And I'm just kind of tired of doing that. I want her to actually eat a meal for dinner and then get down. And it wasn't that she wasn't hungry. It's that she wanted to eat, but she just didn't want to eat what I was trying to make her eat. Eventually, I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going to sit down right here next to you. I'm going to eat my dinner right here next to you. And, I mean, I, I wanted to get, like, our shoulders were basically touching so she knows, like, I'm watching her in her plate. So we're sitting there. And she starts to eat a little bit, and then she, I mean, she really starts to dig into the chicken. Like, I guess she finally realized she's not going to win the war. She's going to have to eat this. She's not going to get any more chips. Like, 
she's so she starts to eat the chicken like she would normally do. And at the end of it, she like she chomps this stuff down within maybe two or three minutes. I didn't have a lot of food on my plate because, like I said, she eats like a bird. Well, at the end of it, she's happy. Like she's smiling at me. She's she's laughing and trying to make like she's kind of joking around a little bit. And she goes, Dad, I love you so much. And I'm like, Oh, I love you too, baby. And and she goes, I want a hug. And so she she jumps over, like she like leaps over to me, and she goes to give me like this really hardcore hug. Her shoulder and her jawline kind of catch my esophagus or my Adam's apple, and makes they and she makes it a little hard for me to breathe for a second. And I like wheezing. You can hear like my voice, like literally, like it's I'm. I'm struggling to breathe and this is you know she squeezes me for a good second and then when she lets me go she doesn't pull all the way away she just kind of backs up a little bit and like right there in my ear she goes see dad I told you I could kill you and then goes to hug me again and says I love you (laughs) I'm just sitting there like what the fuck why in the hell would you say that I mean, you're stunned as a parent. Your your daughter basically just told you that she could end your life. And in a way that is not around, like, beating around the bush. It's a very direct, almost like a threat. Like, I don't know if I should feel threatened or worried. Or, uh, you know, should I take her to see a psychologist? Uh, or should I turn her into the police now? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this is... My, my final documentary, like those people on the on the stupid witch movie out in the woods, uh, you know, like, I don't know. It, it's this going to be the, my last recording. Who, who knows? But I, I, like, grab her. I'm, like, back her away from her. Like, Jazzy, why would you say that? It's like, I just love you. And that, like, she didn't even remember saying something like that. And, and she's smiling and just being a pleasant four-year-old. Again, I, I I mean, there was not like a, a deep, like demonic voice coming out of her. It was her sweet little bubbly voice. She just like kind of whispered it into my ear, making the back of my neck hairs stand up and everything kind of clench up and <laughs> feel all awkward. So that that was super weird. And, uh, you know, I told, told my wife about it. She's like, I don't know where she's getting this stuff from. Uh, it's really scary. Like me... I listened to a really cool podcast called Time Suck with Dan Cummins. And it's got some really dark stuff in there. You know, specifically when he's covering some of the serial killers out there. It's it's really cool. And I, I really like that stuff. Uh, he even kind of goes into the explanation of why people like to listen and learn about serial killers. Because, it's, it's you know, obviously it's not just me. It's a lot of people out there that enjoy it. Um, so I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, like, is there any time that she could have possibly heard me listening to this. And, and there's there's just no way. Like, I, I only ever listen to it if I have a Bluetooth on when I'm at the house. And I only listen to it in my car to and from, uh, you know, one of my job sites. So it's not like, and I never listen to it if she's in the car. And it's very rare for me to have her in the car with me while I'm in my work vehicle because they don't, you know, it's a company supplied vehicle. So... I, you know, I, I can't technically just drive her around. It. Um, so it, it's really offsetting where you you keep backtracking, trying to figure out where she's picking this stuff up at. I just don't 
know. And I wonder if there's other people out there. If you are someone out there that you've got a kid or you've raised kids and you have ever had this sort of experience, I, I would really like to hear about it. I'd like to know what your uh, what your thoughts are on, on how it could happen without you know some sort of external uh, input. Like like I was saying, uh, like the best thing that I can come up with is that she is kind of combining things that are not related and making it related to the death thing. So, anyways, I, I really want to hear that stuff. If there's anybody else out there that has this going on with with their kid and they know for a fact like they're not watching like some crazy killer documentaries or something that they're not aware of. To, you know, fast forward from that moment that she said that to me and she's with my wife again. Uh, we're all at home. We're, we're playing kind of going in between outside and inside. Um, I'm, I've been outside with the kids for the most part and my wife is inside uh, watching Jasmine and she, I can't remember exactly what it was she did, but again, whatever it was, Jasmine liked it. Like she was really happy about it. And she wanted to express how happy she was to my wife. And she said, Mom, I love you so much. Thank you. I love you. Now I don't have to kill you. No, that's not how it went. She said, maybe I don't have to kill you. Kind of the same thing. Definitely equally fucking weird. Super creepy. Still don't know why. It's fucking crazy. And my wife is literally like, when I, I walk in right after this happens, and she looks scared. <laughs> she's over on the couch, and she's looking at the door like, what the fuck? Like, she's mouthing that to me as she's kind of just holding Jasmine back a little bit and trying to figure out what is happening. Because, I, like I said, I explained to her what had happened to me, and she just, you know, the, again, I think she was in the same sense as me. Like, all she wanted to do is like, why would you say that? She's so struck by her saying it that you don't even know how to approach it. You Do you want to just ignore it? Do you want to bring more attention to it by by giving her a reaction? Because that's obviously the reason she's doing it. Now, what, as a, a loving parent, that you don't want your child to grow up to be a murderer, you know, how do you stop things like that from happening. I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's. I just want. I want to find out whether or not I need to take her to see somebody, or is this just like one of those phases that she'll eventually grow out of? I, I mean, I hope to God it's just a phase. You know, and even on further into it, like is is this the aftermath of taking our daughter to to preschool at a Methodist church and letting her learn about Jesus's resurrection? Because I don't. I don't remember ever my mom and. and Dad, you know, you always hear stories about you growing up, and I know I grew up in the church, and I, I never heard any story about me coming out and talking about killing people or talking about a bunch of death or anything like that. So I don't know, or I don't think, that it's regular for that part of the story to get pulled out for, from the kids. I mean, I'm sure it's at some point a question, kind of like how my, my daughter questioned about the cemetery, but I don't think that it's something that draws this grand conclusion of like murder or killing someone or just saying the word killing. We don't say I'm going to kill you or we don't make threats to people about killing anybody. Again, like I said, it's just mind boggling. It's super scary. Don't know what to do about it. And I want to know, you know what we're supposed to do. Uh, at this point, I guess all we can really do is give her more love and 
buy her all the ice cream she wants, anything else, so she doesn't murder us? <laughs> I don't. I really don't know. I wish I had the answers, uh, but I'm not going to ramble on about that anymore. I don't want to. I don't want to continuously beat that dead horse any, any more than I already have. And like I said, if if you have any advice on this, if you've experienced this, I'd like to hear about it. I want to know if there's anybody else out there that is afraid of their children, like I am. And I'm sure that there are. I'm, there's got to be somebody out there that sleeps real lightly when their kids are are you know a couple of doors down or at least sleep with the door locked so nobody can come in um, so anyways if you've got something you know, shoot me a message uh, find me at Johnny D Pope at, on Instagram uh, email once you know me podcast at gmail or find our Facebook group uh, it's once you know me on uh, Facebook it's a closed group so you know, just reach out if you want to get added to it. And, uh, you know, I look forward to hearing anybody out there, uh, any of the experiences that you've had. Um, maybe we can talk about it, and I will include it next recording. All right, well, I'll talk to you guys next time, and see you later. Mm-hmm.